Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to Queer Talk, a queer podcast that brings you a regular dose of positive news stories and fabulous interviews. Today, we're bringing you a short but sweet dose of LGBTQ plus goodness. During LGBTQ plus history month, we spoke to some great individuals from the community. Introducing Lou Caulfield. Okay, what was LGBT life like when you were growing up? How did it change from childhood to young adulthood? Hmm. Well, throughout my childhood, I wasn't aware of LGBT life existing. (laughs) When And I think just as importantly, where I grew up. I lived in a small village in Mid Wales where I am sure that other queer people lived. I just didn't know about them. They weren't a presence that I felt or saw, both in day-to-day, these are the people surrounding me, life, but also in the media. I didn't see them in magazines. I didn't see them on the TV. I didn't see them. I I didn't see them. Now, it it was a loving community where I grew up, but it was very 2.4 children, husbands and wives, the village shop, the village pub, church on a Sunday and a set way of living. It wasn't until I joined the local youth theatre and I joined quite late in terms of youth theatre. I joined when I was 17, when some of the kids they had been part of that community since they were 10 or 11. But it wasn't until I joined that I had my eyes opened. Yeah, really opened up to a new world. And I found my people. That is something that I will never forget, actually. And And thinking about it, it answers, yeah, it answers another of the questions that you've given me. What is a memory that you will never forget? It's that. I can still feel the weight of the drama studio door that I had to push through to get into the youth theatre space. I can still smell the set paint. I can still remember the first evening I went there and all all these little eyes turned to look at me as I walked in. Oh, new person. But the love that I was immediately met with, it was like a tidal wave. The acceptance the welcome, the inclusion, finding that place that I felt I belonged, it was amazing. And it saved me. Without exaggeration, it saved me. The people there, they saved me. It was thanks to that youth theatre, the amazing (laughs) oddballs, that's what we used to call ourselves, in it. And particularly the youth theatre director, Ginny Graham, who is sadly no longer with us and one of the greatest losses in my life who became my mentor as I started on my journey towards acting. It was thanks to all of that that I realised a lot of things. No, no, actually, I didn't realise them. I knew them already, (laughs) but it was there that I was shown that I was allowed to think the things 
that I was thinking. I wasn't allowed to think or shouldn't think. I was allowed to stop being perfect. I was very much heading down the straight A head girl Oxbridge route. And I stopped that there and I dropped the mask. That was, that was a huge turning point in my life. It was, although I didn't know it then, it was my first safe space. And it was very much like when I first moved to London. I moved to London to train as an actor at RADA, the Royal Academy of Dramatic Art. Um, And I'd already found my people, thanks to the youth theatre, so I knew what they looked like now. I knew they existed. But then suddenly in London, I was allowed to be around more of them. So again, same feeling, boom. Um, Oh, I just hit the table. Uh, Home family. Ugh, amazing. So that's the, I think that's the young adulthood part of the question, isn't it? I moved to London a few months before I turned 21. And so those four years between the age of 17 and 21 were some of my most transformative. Having not really seen or known or experienced LGBT life throughout my childhood, I started to make up for it during that time. What part of LGBT history do you think we have forgotten over time? Oh, crikey. Okay, this this question (laughs) has got neon warning signs all over it for me because we could be here for hours if I launch into a full answer. So I am going to make an incredibly crude generalisation and say women. Now... Ah, I know that some listeners will be rolling their eyes at me saying that, but go with me. Just go with me on this. So I feel that, and this applies to us looking back at LGBT history, both through a lens of celebration and through and persecution, that what we are given, what's recorded, what are the easiest accounts to find and what is being taught to our younger generation, we are being given a gay male-centred remembrance. Uh, if you j- Just think about it. If you go onto Amazon and you type in queer history, you'll find 10 books that tell our community story using the voice of the gay man's experience to every one that concentrates on the oppression or victories that queer women or queer people who aren't gay, cis, white and or male have experienced. Now, of course, we need to hear those those gay male voices, but we also need to remember the women because we were there. Uh, we were there at the Stonewall riots. We were there throughout the, the global HIV AIDS pandemic. We were there at the start of the 1900s, trying to adopt male identities so that we could write Mr. on our marriage certificates and get married to the women that we loved. We've always been there. Uh, We will always be there. But our stories aren't the ones that get heard first, if at all. One of the reasons that I set up House of Pride with my amazing co-founder, Alex Dessar, is because when we met, we bonded over our shared passion for wanting to, needing to, provide a platform for more queer women to be seen and heard safely, even today. We formed House of Pride as the answer to a question that we hear time and time again still. 
where are all the queer women? So uh, that's what we're doing. If we can do anything, we will bring you more of those voices. Voices from today, yep, boom. But also the forgotten voices from the past. And uh, that actually allows me to quickly talk about another project that's really important that I was part of. It's a beautiful short story, a short film called Wings. And again, this was a dear, dear friend of mine answering the where are all the queer women question, this time focusing on World War Two. Now, she made the film at a time when the media was getting excited about blockbusters that were again shining a light on homosexuality amongst men during historical wars. But when she was searching for informative memoirs, films, interviews or publications about British lesbians during those periods, she found next to nothing. So, sorry, getting a bit heated. Carla Fraser, who is a a much-loved member of the House of Pride family, is the incredible brain behind this film, which concentrates on two land army girls falling in love. But when the war is over, the men return... And so must normality. It's um, It stars Rosie Day, Bobby Lockwood, Miriam Margulies, Virginia McKenna, me. And it is a truly exceptional piece of work. What advice would you give to the younger generation facing struggles today? OK, I've, I, I've been thinking about this question a lot. And what I've decided to do is I'm going to read you a letter. I am one of the patrons for Pride Cymru. And one of the campaigns that we did was a Proud to be Me campaign. And as part of it, uh, Pride Cymru asked their patrons to write a letter to the community explaining why we were proud to be who we are. And it's an exercise that I actually found really difficult. Yeah, I won't give it any more of an introduction. I will just read this that I should have read through before I'm reading it now, but never mind. Okay, fingers crossed. Being asked to write about why I'm proud to be me and comfortable in my own skin isn't something I found easy to do. I thought it would be a walk in the park, but I have sat here several times this month, tea in hand, ready to type, and I've walked away. This morning, I realised why I've been struggling. Until now, I was trying to write what I thought I should say, rather than what I wanted to. As a very proud patron of Pride Cymru, I felt I should be highlighting all of the positives about coming out, embracing who you are, flying the rainbow flag, encouragement, positivity. Come on, a proud patron should be writing a testimonial with fireworks and lyrics to a gay anthem attached. Hell yeah! Yeah! Well, no, actually, no. If I only painted the prettier side of the proud-to-be-me picture, then I wouldn't be encouraging you to do what it takes to own your identity and, as the campaign says, stand up and be counted. Because the truth is that it can be really bloody hard and painful for us to get to the point where we can say, hand on heart, I am comfortable in my own skin. For me, it took the best part of 25 years before I realised how the jigsaw pieces slotted into place. Completing the identity puzzle is a huge challenge, but it's especially hard if you're trying to fit jigsaw pieces together to create something that doesn't match the picture on the lid, the true picture of who you are. And that's what I was doing. 
I was trying to create a picture of me that fit in and that pleased other people. The picture that pleased the friends and family members who I knew weren't comfortable with me being queer. Oh, excuse me. The picture that kept me safe from bullies who would challenge my choices and beliefs. The picture that didn't rock the boat with the more blinkered people in my industry. But that didn't match the picture on the lid of my jigsaw box. Now, do not get me wrong. Me talking about jigsaw boxes. That is not me suggesting there's a box that we all fit into. In fact, I am telling you quite the opposite. I am telling you to trust the voice inside you that knows who you are. The voice that knows what the picture on the lid of your puzzle pieces, what that looks like. Because only you do. I only found a way to complete my puzzle when I listened to that voice. When I trusted myself enough to work on the picture that I could see. When I stopped trying to create something fake, then I found my place of peace. I completed my jigsaw and was proud to be me, regardless of what others thought and without hesitation or fear. And now, I am proud to be me because I'm not pretending anymore. I'm proud to be me because I've realised what it means to be truly accepted by those that matter. I'm proud to be me because I now have the chance to tell those of you still struggling to complete your jigsaw that it will be worth it. I can promise you that. I'm proud to be me because I can tell you that the freedom you will feel when you decide to be you for you is immeasurable. I'm proud to be me because I can tell you there is a community out here waiting and wanting to welcome you. So please don't let others muddy what you know is your truth. Only jigsaw pieces. Learn from the mistake I made when I first tried to write this letter to you. Base your story on what you want to say, not on what you think you should. We'd love to you all. Lou. Be sure to check out all of the voices that joined us on Queer Talk for LGBTQ Plus History Month. And don't forget to let us know that you've listened on socials. We're on Instagram at queer underscore talk and on Twitter we are queer talk underscore. Until next time, bye! Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.